Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to the next episode of the Water Trio Astrology Podcast. I'm here with my dear friends and colleagues, Alicia Youssef and Cassandra Tyndall, and we are very excited to share the astrology of the week starting August 5th. There is not a lot happening this week, but there is some very lucky, positive astrology aspects coming through. So we did kind of name this the week of Jupiter because Jupiter and Sag is in focus. Uh, it's being triggered three different ways by the sun, by Venus, and by the moon. So any initial thoughts from either of you as we dive into this very uplifting week? Station direct. <laughs> I'm going to do a happy day. Station direct. Okay. Okay. So Sunday, station direct yes, for sure. Yeah, we've got the nice crescendo at the end. So that's my, you know, one and only ever happy dance. <laughs> How about you, Lishi? Jupiter's back. <laughs> yes. Because we just did not have any links to Jupiter last month. None whatsoever. So it's really nice to kind of have it back in the spotlight again, have it lighting up our lives and bringing back in its confidence and hope and optimism. So that's me. Oh my God. So good. There is a few things happening, I guess, on Sunday at the end of this week, but yeah, the middle part of the week. Uh, so I'll, I'll, just, I'll, I'll go on record with my favorite aspect of the year, which is the sun in Leo trying Jupiter in Sag. And that's happening on Wednesday, August 7th. The reason it's my favorite is it's two of the more positive planets that are both connected to generation and growth, the sun and Jupiter both in signs where they're happy, they're both in signs they rule, which is always a positive for a planet, and they're speaking to each other in the, it's a trine aspect, which is the technical term, but basically think of a really motivating, inspiring conversation that you have with a mentor or mentor or a guide where they're reminding you of how good you are, what opportunities you have, or they're actually saying yes to this big pitch that you've given them. So it is like all the good things. I'm going to run out of positive adjectives, I think, by the time I'm finished talking about this aspect, you know, on all the different platforms. But um, so it feels like very lucky alliances or breakthroughs or agreements midweek. Uh, how are each of you seeing this coming through or expecting it to come through, I guess I should say? You go, Lishi. Um, Are you sure, Kel? Because I thought, Am I I sure thought what? the moon was conjunct jupiter on the 10th of august on saturdays so yeah i've got the moon conjunct jupiter on friday the 9th and that'll be saturday the 10th in australia but the sun will try and jupiter oh, midweek i'm having a total Mercury okay. i thought you said the moon in leo I love and it. i'm like what moon in leo oh my god i hope okay definitely the sun is what i meant oh, to say maybe, maybe i just didn't hear it properly either sorry i heard the sun <laughs> okay so. cool no. okay Okay, cool. Definitely sun in Leo because, yeah, moon doesn't have any special strength in Leo. Um, Sun trine Jupiter. It's just, you know, it's like the two nobles in the sky kind of coming up and joining forces. It's like, you know, how can we come together? How can we bring things? How can we, you know, and it shines a spotlight on the juice that Jupiter in Sagittarius has. So this is kind of the final trine of the whole cycle of the Jupiter and Sag year. Um, So I feel like it's a chance to really go, okay, where am I at so far with everything I've been trying to do under Jupiter and Sag and how can I put more energy into it or what opportunities can I make the most of today? How can I 
use the confidence of this to really boost myself out and promote myself out and be able to use this energy. You know, there's such a self-assuredness of the sun in Leo. And it's like, I always think about the sun in the middle of the solar system. It's like, everything revolves around it. It's not like it wants to be center stage. It just is. And then Jupiter comes in Mm. and goes, whoa, you know, offers this great reflection. And it's like, you're doing awesome, man. Like this encouragement of keep going, um, from this other gassy giant. So it's, it's almost like the wind beneath your wings kind of friend coming and giving you an uplift or a major high five going, you know, just keep going. You're doing an awesome job. So that's kind of my feeling for all of this, you know. Now I'll now I'll have that yeah, song that in sounds, my head, you know, <clears throat> Bette Midler. I was just gonna yeah, say don't break out the Bette Midler. <laughs> <laughs> but she's so Leo. Bless Cass's, her. Cass's worst nightmare. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on this aspect, Cass? Oh, Alla frickin' Ludia. That's all I could say. <laughs> um, I guess, you know, all that you said plus more, it's like finally, like you know, finally, and the other F word is just finally, like after everything that, you know, the last few months have brought to us in various ways, shapes or forms, there is this sense that, oh, my God, we've made it, you know, like Mm. we've reached that place or we've reached that point where we can then look back and go, oh, shit, it really was all worth it, like that, you know, it's, you know, that golden, the silver lining, however you want to look at it. So Jupiter went retrograde back in April. So mm-hmm. it was like that Jupiter juice, the only kind of really good thing we had going astrologically for the entire year, went retrograde. And, I mean, you know, that is not, the, you know, the worst thing, of course, but it definitely kind of maybe put Jupiter a little bit, you know, in a lesser place to deliver the goods in a sense. And so... Whenever Jupiter goes retrograde, regardless of the sign, I always feel like it's that time to, particularly in Sag, to really like spend your time lining up your target and drawing back your bow because now this is the week where you can start shooting those arrows off into the directions that you have had been trying to um, get going Uh, at the first part of the cycle from November to April, then, of course, you know, you're missing the target. So you might have had to, you know, work on your line and length, so to to speak. And now it's like, yep, we've done the practice. We've done the hard yards through uh, the eclipse season. And now, yep, we're shooting those arrows. We're hitting those targets and we can start really getting that bounty, that goodness, that, um, optimism the hope and the faith and the exuberance that jupiter offers so this is definitely whatever plans projects really big ideas that you've had i'm actually in the process of writing a a piece about this and uh hopefully it'll be on the website by the time this episode goes to air but it's what if you know what if i Mm. take this risk or what if I do that thing? What if I take that chance? What could you do if there was no likelihood of failure? Where would you go? Like how yeah. far would that horizon take you? And so this is what this, as- this the aspects of this week really invite us to do, the what if questions. What if money wasn't an option or time wasn't an option or 
making a fool of yourself wasn't an option, what would you achieve? Like, what would you do? Where would you go? Like, how would your life look like? So um, this was actually inspired. The idea of this was inspired by uh, someone that, you know, the three of us do follow on Instagram, Ramit Sethi. And, you know, Mm. money is and Jupiter do have a relationship. So he's like, you know, what if you didn't lose money in the stock market or what if, you know, your capacity to earn wasn't limited? And not saying that money is everything, but it's definitely a big piece of freedom. You are limited when you don't have it. Like that's just the way that the world works. So imagine if you could just let go of any self-sabotaging or self-limiting beliefs. What if and what could you do? And so this is where that Uh, faith, hope and optimism of Jupiter is really strengthened and fortified this week. So if an opportunity lands in your lap, you know, be on cue, be on point to recognize it and let go of that bow and see where it might land because it might actually hit a better target or even hit a target you didn't think you would you would be able to you know, reach for. You could got that potential to go further than what you thought you could. So that is my rant. I'm getting off my Jupiter in Sag soapbox now. And um, I love I'm it. very happy, very freaking happy <laughs> for this week. You can it's, tell I mean, it's stationing it on true. an angle. I'm very passionate. Yes. I have a 14 very degree Sagittarius yeah. angle, so I'm very passionate about finally things that I've been like you know and I'm in a Jupiter perfection too so like I'm ready to let go of those arrows and start you know for myself like a lot of what you know the work we do is a little bit you know inspired um you know in part of you know what we're experiencing you know in of ourselves so reminds me of what um Adam Allen Bass was you know he said something recently like if a an astrologer goes off the off the grid for a little bit, you know they're not having a great transit that day yeah. or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that is so true. <laughs> so yeah, that is my well, piece for Jupiter. I love it, Cass. And you make some beautiful points, especially around the retrograde cycle. So not that Jupiter in Sag retrograde is bad per se, but it definitely moves more slowly than Jupiter direct or moving forward in Sag. And so that's a beautiful point for people to think about that moving forward from this week, Jupiter is now moving forward in the sky again or in the zodiac again. And so there is this feeling of starting to create progress or feeling the wheels turning, the momentum building on plans or projects that you've been working on, but have maybe been going a little slowly um, over the last few months. And the, the sun and Jupiter, you know, Sun in Leo, Jupiter and Sag, both of them are off aspect to the Saturn, Pluto, mm. Capricorn drama, which means these two planets are kind of free to operate without the interference or without whatever issue that Saturn Pluto configuration might be stirring in your life. The Sun Jupiter stuff is going on in spite of that elsewhere in your life. So maybe there is an issue going on with your family or your relationship, but it may be that professionally or financially things are really flourishing, or it might be vice versa. And in some ways, you know, the cliches around being grateful for what is working or for where the opportunities are is really appropriate to focus on this week because there is the chance to say yes or there is an opportunity, you know, so don't get too stuck in the melancholy fear of the Saturn-Pluto-Capricorn paradigm and miss the growth and the golden stuff that is going on elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Any thoughts, Lishi? Well, I had a client actually say to me the other day, she said, I just, I felt so bipolar this year. Um, 
And, yep. you know, she had a lot of cardinal and a lot of mutable. And it was it was like, yeah, well, you're picking up on both sides of this, you know, exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting because, you know, I was just saying how we haven't had any Jupiter transits last month, but this month we've got no Saturn ones, nothing triggering mm-hmm. Saturn at all. So there is a part of me, and this is because I'm lots of fire, that kind of feels a bit like this could actually get too much. This could get too big. Not for everybody. Um, I get your exuberance and your enthusiasm, girls, because also both of you are very Jupiter ruled. But for me, I've been finding these Jupiter transits too big. Um, so I have to find ways to keep myself down, keep myself level, keep myself calm. Um, and not having Saturn there as a bit of a handbrake, I'm kind of like, oh, it's like all the sandbags have been thrown off the hot air balloon and I'm floating up into the sky. And, you know, there's a part of me that's really excited about where I'm going to go, but there's also a part of me that's like, well, how am I going to get down? Like, or am I just going to float off into the beyond? Um, So it's just kind of keeping that in mind, kind of keeping in place. I think I used the analogy the other day of the handbrake friend. You know, I've got one friend who is my awesome handbrake friend. And she's always the one that when we're going out on a big night out, we used to, she'd remind me that we needed to go home or we needed to drink water or we needed to do all the right things. But the few times she took the handbrake off, things got way out of control. So it kind of feels a bit like that, like the handbrake's been taken off and we're kind of going on a joyride and who knows where we're going to end up. So that's awesome and exciting and it's going to be a wild ride, but it's like, you know, kind of hang on to make sure your seatbelt's done up, make sure, you know, like a hang glider always checks that all their harnesses are clipped in place. I don't know if anyone saw that YouTube footage of that um, American tourist who was on a hang glider in Switzerland and it wasn't until he they were literally taking off and the, the they were taking off from a mountainside and it wasn't until he was taking off that he realised he wasn't clipped in place and they were taken by the mistrels straight off and he was like 100 feet in the air. And, you know, the hang glider's trying to hold on to him, the pilot, while he, you know, and trying to steer and do all of this, literally just watching it kind of makes me feel horrible. So it's like, you know, do the do all your checks and balances in amongst this as well. You know, be uplifted by it all, but make sure that you're not going to overextend yourself or go too far. You know, eat eat nourishing food and, and have the fuel you need to be be with this because that's what Leo needs. Leo needs good fuel for its fire. So, yeah, that's my Jupiter soapbox. I'm going to get back off it now. <laughs> I love it. Everyone's on their Jupiter bits. I love it. Um, any response, Cass, on those points Leisha's making? Do I know you, Alicia? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, did I just bring a De- Debbie Downer on ja- on Jupiter? <laughs> well, I mean, I do have a challenge, but I thought I'd just see what <laughs> Cass wanted to say first. I love the fact you always feed Cass out first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does bitchcraft better than me. <laughs> oh, I'm listening to this, like, cautious, stable, grounded checks and balances talk, and I'm like, do you remember those times we used to go out, the things we used to do? Like, yeah, I, I've seen you leash without any checks. I know, and balances, I know exactly. I, mean, I need them, <laughs> and fi- that's what I'm saying. Fire I mean, needs them. You, like, <laughs> we're not going to go there. But like, I mean, I always drank the water no, though. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, I didn't care what time the sun rose as long as I drank the water. <laughs> you drank the water. Okay, so in the defense of this aspect, <laughs> um, are you doing the Jupiter and Sag? 
the Jupiter and Sag thing is not new. It's not going to surprise anyone because Jupiter's been in Sag since late last year. So I feel like we've all had lots of time to build up to, warm up to, and the sun in Leo is not it doesn't have a reckless tone to it. Like it can be very passionate for sure, but that steadiness. So uh, yeah, I, cause you, what you were saying, Lich had so much earth in it that I'm like, I get that we want to be grounded, but I feel like so many people have had to do so mm. much practical grounding. Like that was so much the cancer Capricorn dance. And this really is, has such a different feel to it. And I think the point that I really resonated with, with what you were saying was, some people, if you're a very strong earth chart mm. or a Saturn chart, you're going to be asked to operate outside your normal preference. But I still think you're being asked to lift and yep. raise or, you know, take a bit of a risk, basically. And if you're going to take a risk, doing it when the sun is trying Jupiter, it gives you your best chance for a positive outcome. If not, as you were saying, Cass, the exact outcome you were striving for, something equally good, just a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. I mean, after the last two months, I think like one night out isn't going to hurt. Right? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> and look, I don't, I don't mean to put the Debbie Downer on it. Don't feel like you've got to stand up for it. It's just for my fire peeps out there. It's like, I just feel like it's, you know, those cars that are supercharged and they kind of just press the button and for six seconds, they just go. And it kind of feels like mm. this is what's going to happen. So make sure you're on a, on the straight road. Like don't be going down a curvy road when you hit the supercharge because you might end up going off a cliff that's all but you know that's just me <laughs> yeah. and my personal experience thanks, of these transits thanks, Mama Bear. <laughs> I know it's not normally me in that role is it I, just, that's what I mean like do I know you Alicia I know. <laughs> yeah like this, this, you've changed since you've had children yeah exactly exactly with my little Sagittarius <laughs> who runs around and climbs over things I almost found him climbing over the deck and for listeners out there it's what a 10 foot drop off the side of my deck and he was kind of just hanging over the edge checking out the view it's like yep. oh having fun parenting fail moment having fun yep um, I mean, the other astrological signature of growth this week is that the moon is moving through the first part of her cycle as well, because we had that new moon in Leo in the middle of last week. So we're actually going to have the first mm. quarter moon this week as yeah. well, which do also tends to kind of prompt and prod and stimulate oh, yeah. and push. Yeah. So that's um, Wednesday night in the US, isn't it? And Thursday morning here, that happens. Yeah, I think it's like right in that... Um, Wednesday, Thursday, Sun, Jupiter, push also happens to correspond with the first quarter yep. moon. Um, and then and, we've got Jupiter. I mean, end of the week, do we want to talk? Yeah, do we want to talk about Sunday at all? Because I know um, in our last episode, uh, both of you are very excited about Mercury moving into Leo and Jupiter stationing direct, which is all Sunday the 11th so of all, August. It's all just more fire, you know. It's more momentum it's more enthusiasm it's more clarity um mercury you know coming back into leo it's just going to sort of pick up where the sun's been um and jupiter just you know coming in you know, out of its retrograde stationing direct you know it is going to bring back that 
you know, sort of remember when we were talking, I think, you know, around the time we started this podcast, actually, it was like November was the start of 2019. Mm. It's almost like cosmically this week we're returning to 2000, you know, November 2018. There's a little bit of a, a fresh start energy. There's sort of momentum. There's enthusiasm. And I mean, I get and I res- totally respect on when you're where you're coming from. And I, I get for a lot of people that was going to be that that's going to be a thing. It's something to um, consider for sure. But geez, deal with that when Jupiter's in Capricorn. Like we've only got a few. You know, <laughs> we've, only, we've only got like, you know, to December. We've got like four or five months left. I know. It's like, man, I'm like, you know, balls to the wall. I just, you know, whatever it is that I have to that I want to do, I'm going for it. Like that is, you know, I've had my little, you know, cancer time. I'm out now. <laughs> and I think that's something, you know, like, you know, again, those what if questions, you know, like what if you couldn't fail? What if you didn't need checks and balances just for one time? You know, what could you do? Yeah. See how far you can go. And then, you know, the astro weather, like at the end of the year, Jupiter moves into cat. There's going to be a, a different energy behind it then. And then, you know, then you don't want to potentially have that regret. Oh, there was my chance and I didn't have the courage to take it. Or there was my chance and I was like, no, I, you know, I was not feeling confident or I wasn't w- willing to take that risk. Um, so it does have this sort of almost this feel of this now and or never. And with that first quarter moon phase, you know, it's also that push, you know, that momentum, that drive, because then the moon is going to get full. And then that reach, you know, and that's, you know, can be symbolic of the full moon phase. You know, if you didn't take the chance at the first quarter moon, that can be that climax or any climax or that sense of, you know, disappointment potentially if you didn't kind of, you know, go put in that job application or say yes to that offer or, um, you know, just go back to the whole what if. And that's sort of, you know, where I, I continually come back to the more I think about this week. Yeah, it's, I was just following, I mean, obviously I'm on Facebook and I was uh, an old friend that I used to work with many, many years ago, like two lifetimes ago, it feels like, um, when I used to work in the movie cinemas in Sydney as like an usher and then a little manager at like Hoyt Cinemas, which I'm not even sure if they exist anymore. And he was one of the people I worked with. And 12 months ago, he left his regular corporate job to go and start his own photography business. So he was just putting like a one-year reflection post out on social media about how the first year in his business has gone. And one thing I was really struck by was, you know, the obvious things like when you work for yourself, there's no such thing as an eight-hour day. But he did say that he doesn't know why he didn't have faith in himself and do this sooner. Mm -hmm. And that's the type of energy that feels like this week. You know, there is a risk component. There's no guarantee, but there is that feeling of, I think you were alluding to this earlier, Cass, like leap and the net will appear, but you have to take the risk that there's no net there before you jump. Um, And look, (laughs) Monday of next week is totally reality day because we've got um, super Capricorn day coming through again. So yeah, the fire is so phenomenal. And what I also wanted to encourage our listeners to do was check in your chart and see where 
Jupiter and Sag is activating for you personally. So find out whether Jupiter and Sag is in your seventh house of relationships or your second house of income or your fifth house of children or what have you. That's 12 houses. It can be in one of 12 places. See what topics <clears throat> Jupiter is trying to bring you a gift or an opportunity around and then consciously put some effort into creating growth in that area of your life between now. It's December 3, 2019, yep. that Jupiter moves into Capricorn. So as you're saying, Cass, that's our time frame for the go big or go home. And this week totally. is just like now or never. I, I just love that. It's great. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. I just want to go and for it, it already. Yeah, you don't want to wait till then, do <laughs> like you? Like that horse behind the gate. It's like, come on, like open the yeah. gate, let me out. Yeah, like the horses, yeah, lining up and just, and then the gates open and you're off and running, or the horse mm. coming down the mountain in the snowy river or what have you. Um, yeah. Any and just adding, sorry, go leash. Yeah. To, well, just adding to what you were saying as well, Kel. You know, also look at the house that Leo rules. You know, because yeah. that will be where yeah. you'll be getting energy from. You know, it's that trine relationship between those two. Yeah. Um, you know, and what I feel as well is, you know, Jupiter often offers wisdom. Jupiter, mm -hmm. often, Jupiter often is the teacher, the mentor. So, you know, what is he teaching you about that Leo house as well that you can then put in place for yourself as you go forward? Where can you actually be really building into yourself and harnessing more self-confidence around yourself in that space? Um, because that's often what Leo is, the story of that house always. So, you know, this is a particular trigger that only happens every 12 years. So really bringing that juice of Jupiter into that area of your chart as well and and filling that out and opening it up. Um, you know, and I really, you know, I totally agree with what you both say. It is a really amazing time. And I think any confidence we can have, any encouragement we can have, any high fives that we get, any support we get this week, just go with it, believe in it, trust the opportunities that are there, you know, leap, hoping the net's there, build it and they will come. That's the kind of feeling of this week as well. So, yeah. So exciting. Field of so, dreams, guys. Field of dreams. Love it. And so any final astro thoughts um, as we're getting close to the end of our session for this week? I know it's just it's a big theme. It's just all Jupiter. So there's no contrast this week because there's no contrast in the sky, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as you were saying, you know, look to your house. I mean, that has been active since November had the volume turned down a little bit since April, but now we can turn it right back up again. So, you know, the November to April piece is a little bit of a clue or an insight to where life can uh, start showing more momentum and progress again in a bigger way. Like it's a, off with a bang. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's just a really lovely weekend or, fr you know, Friday, especially having um, Jupiter trying, sorry, Venus trying Jupiter on Friday on her own day. You know, there's some, having the two benefics holding hands in the sky there is really lovely. So enjoy the honey, the sweet flow of honey. Um, I've been doing some Venus rituals lately and I couldn't work out. My husband keeps coming home with the markets with honey. Oh, literally. <laughs> literally he's bringing you sweetness. Yep. We've got 10 jars of honey. No, people have been giving it to him or giving it to me oh. or, or giving it. So we've got 10 jars of different honeys in the house. Um, oh, I'm so jealous. 
I was trying to work it. I'll keep some for you, Cass. We've got this beautiful <laughs> jar of truffled honey from these uh, hum honey who are people we're doing a course with. Anyone on the Sunshine Coast, get yourself some hum honey. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, it's it's like the sweetness on 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 overload almost in our house. Um, it feels like that's what that's going to be. Um, yeah. So I just feel like, you know, that whole of that time, um, Friday, Saturday, especially is a, is a chance to really enjoy that and all the pleasures that are coming at that time. Fantastic. And then anything either of you want to promote this week, given that it is Jupiter and it's all about, uh, sharing our talents with people. Shameless self-promotion with Leo and Sarge. Absolutely. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> I mean, you know, Are like, you available? Are you taking client bookings at the moment? Cass? I only have Jupiter on the angles, but okay. um, yeah, no, I'm, uh, definitely I've got clients uh, booked in, taking consultations. Um, I have got a webinar, but that's not coming up until the end of the month. Um, so many things are happening, but uh, I guess, you know, at the time of recording this, it's sort of like still in the pipeline. So, not confirmed to announce yet, but lots of things. So stay tuned for after Jupiter is actually direct for cash to unleash. Yeah. Connect with me on my website, sign up for the, um, the newsletters and things. And, uh, yeah, there's lots coming. So super, super excited. Yay. What about you, Leish? Uh, I'm still running my special for subscribers. So 33% off for year ahead and natal consult. So yeah, pop on over, make sure you're signed up to my newsletters to be able to access that special. And I realized we should give our website addresses. So Leish, you're aliciayusuf.com mm-hmm. yeah. and Cass, you're at cassandratindall.com. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. What about you, Cal? What have you got coming up this week? So I've got my webinar this Saturday, which was very great timing by Tony and I, which was not actually planned, but sometimes it just happens that way. Uh, So it's it's a webinar to help you get insights around identity and life direction. We'll be focusing on the Ascendant and the Midheaven and the two planets that are connected to them. So you can sign up for that via my website. And I guess that's it from us this week. Yeah. Love it. Thanks everyone for joining us on this very Jupiter episode. Do remember to subscribe either by the buttons below or above, depending on where you're listening. You can catch us on SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, and wherever you tend to find your podcast, but you'll definitely find us in those three places. Did I miss anything, Leash? No. Okay. SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, yep, YouTube. Yep. Yeah. If you want the visual, come join us on YouTube. And if you're happy with audio, Spotify, iTunes, or SoundCloud. Um, you can also find us on Facebook. Uh, and we do now have our own newsletter going out as well. So you can sign up for that via our Facebook page at the moment. And we'll have some exciting announcements coming first via the newsletter in a few weeks as we put a very special event together for you, uh, which will be a local event uh, later this year, but we'll have more about that when we actually have some final details. Because <laughs> when Jupiter is actually direct, direct, we will not actually have more Mercury's direct, Jupiter's direct. It's all direct. It's all coming. <laughs> so thanks everyone. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks everyone. Bye, Bye girls. Bye.